0: The Lord is with you. And A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. You. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. The Lord replied, if you have faith, the size of a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Who among you would say to your servant who has just come in from plowing and tending the sheep in the field, Come here immediately and take your place at the table. Would he not rather say to him, Prepare something to me to eat. Put on your apron and wait on me while I eat and drink. You may eat and drink when I am finished. Is he grateful to that servant because he did what was commanded? So should it be with you. When you have done all you have been commanded, say, "We are an unprofitable ser- we are unprofitable servants. We have done what we were obliged to do."
1: My dear brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, today we are all blessed and happy to have with us His Excellency, Most Reverend Dr. Anthony Sami, the Bishop of Kotai, Tamil Nadu, India. On behalf of Monsignor Joseph Shedil, our pastor, let us all welcome Bishop Anthony Sami to our St. Luke's family. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, I am happy and delighted to be with you this morning during this Mass and break the Word of God. As Father J. Raj has said, I am Bishop Anthony Somi from the Diocese of Pallam Kote, Tamil Nadu, India, the home diocese of your former associate pastor, Jagan Peter. So I am his bishop. I am the third bishop of this diocese. This diocese was created in the year 1973. Now, in this year, we celebrate the golden jubilee of our diocese. And in fact, you have rapport with the rise of Pallenghutai. You have heard of our diocese, you have helped our diocese, and you have prayed for our diocese, and it is a pleasure that I come here this morning to speak to you about our diocese and speak the word of God. During these past 50 years, the diocese has grown up in many ways. It was started with 21 parishes, now it has 56 parishes. In the beginning it had 23 priests, now the diocese has 108 diocesan priests. God has blessed us in many ways. But in the parish level, with regard to the faith of the people, they are growing in number, and we have to constantly work for the welfare and development of the faith. So, it is in this context we have taken as aim the goal of this Golden Jubilee year to renew the faith of the people, to connect the Catholic families with one another, and renew the faith. So that they will be the living witness of the Gospel, leading a life of good Catholic and share the same faith with one another. In this context, we think of forming the village catechists. Who are these village catechists? The village catechists are the ones who are in the village who keep alive the faith of the people. They are not much educated. In fact, we have more than 350 catechists. They are in the village. They group the people together. They lead the liturgy of the word of God. They pray rosary. They pray litany and prayers of other saints and keep the faith of the people alive. As they are scattered in the villages, not very much educated, and they also give little initiation to the children in prayers, our Father, Hail Mary, Credo and other things. So we have planned to bring these village catechists together and give them formation in, in, the, in our Catholic doctrine, the magisterial teaching, so that having gone deep into the faith, they can strengthen the faith of the people in their time. Of course, it takes time, it is expensive, we need resources, but with constant effort, we would like to keep alive, revive the faith of our faithful. Secondly, we, keep all the fam- we would like to keep all the families together. In fact, our diocesan pastors have decided to visit all the families without leaving anyone. During this year, they want to visit each and every one of the family. Then, each parish, there are different basic Christian communities are there what is this basic christian community there is one unit grouping 20 to 25 families and the number of the community the number of the units depends upon the strength of the population of the parish now these 20 families they come together they pray they share their life spiritual as well as social life their aspiration their challenges their difficulties this is how they come to know one another that children of the other family, what they are doing, the difficulties they have in sending them to school, and other practical challenges they are undergoing. Through this, the pastor comes to know each and every family of his parish, and together we try to do something for the welfarement of this family and the poor children. And one of the another things that I would like to underline this morning is that the construction of our cathedral. Our cathedral, you know, you have already heard of our cathedral many times. You are helped. The work was started in the year 19, in the seven years back. Even Monsignor Schradl has written in, to, in today's, your parish circular about this work. The work was started seven years back with my predecessor. After his retirement, due to pandemic, it got delayed. Now, seven years are over. Now, of course, we we have completed 80% of the work. Still 20% of the works are yet to be completed. So, we would like to complete, if God willing, during this jubilee year as a program part of this jubilee year. So, next September, we would like to have uh, our jubilee celebration, September 2023. Before that, we would like to complete if we have sufficient fund, we can complete it in five to six months, so we can easily do, do it. So this is how we are come. I am here to solicit your support and your solidarity and your concern. In fact, today's second collection is for our diocese for especially for the construction of the cathedral. I solicit your generosity, your generous heart, with your support and prayer with god's blessing we will complete the cathedral and dedicate it to our patron diocesan patron st francis xavier who is also your diocesan patron so i thank you for all your generous help that you are help you are giving to us that being said i would like to reflect something about today's word of god in the gospel today the apostles ask jesus increase our faith. They are asking him to increase our faith. They are not asking them, asking him to give us faith. That means they have faith. They have faith. That's why they follow Jesus. But they want to have the fullness of the faith. They ask increase our faith. But what Jesus answers, he says if you have this, your, your faith besides of mustard seed, if you tell this mulberry tree uprooted from here and get it into the sea, it will obey. Even if you have the size of mustard seed, size faith, you will achieve everything. You will will do any kind of miracles. You will have any kind of blessing. Only thing you must have the faith in me. That means what he speaks about is, this is not the quantity of the faith. On the contrary, the quality of the faith. He doesn't say this size faith, that such faith, this much. No. Your faith must be firm. Your faith must be undoubted. The faith must be founded on Jesus that he will do anything and everything for me. So, our Christian life must be oriented towards this faith notwithstanding the recognition, the other things that we come across in our day-to-day life. For that, he Goes on to enumerate. He says that if you have a servant, an employee, who is working, who is ploughing or meddling your your sheep, he comes back from the work. Do you ask him to sit at the table with you? You ask him to serve you, and are you going to thank him? Then he says to the the worker, even if he has not thanked you, you be you do your duty. After doing your duty, you say, I have done what I am supposed to. Do And I am only an unprofitable, unworthy servant. He says that, when you have done all you have been told to do, say, we are merely servants. We have done no more than our duty. That means, many a time in our life, we do a lot of things. But we we expect recognition from others. We expect reward from others. We expect gratitude from others. Sometimes we do not get it. But this is natural feeling. When we do something, we need appreciation. But when, when we are not appreciated, we feel disappointed. Sometimes we are sad. Sometimes what we go to the extreme end of not doing good to others. We, we say that, what is the fun of doing this? Even if I do, they don't recognize me. They don't appre- appreciate me. Then we keep quiet, our life becomes passive. It is here Jesus says... You must do your duty, not for the appreciation, recognition from the people, but from the, for the recognition, appreciation we, we receive from the Lord. That is, it should be done on the basis of our concentration, our gaze on Jesus himself. See, for example, in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 6, Jesus speaks about prayer. When he speaks about the prayer, what does he say? When you want to pray, go to your room shut your door and pray to the heavenly father not in front of others not to show off that you are praying but when you pray that the heavenly father will reward you the same way he says that when you fast don't don't look sad put on good cloth and put yourself well and fasting should be known only to the lord and the lord will appreciate and the lord will recognize the same way when you do charity, when you do alms, charity for others, what your right hand does, let your left hand not know it. So, the things that we do, it's not to for the sake of self-satis seeking of self-satisfaction, but for the Lord, which is possible only when we have faith in the Lord. There he says, your faith must be firm. The first reading prophet Habakkuk what we have heard the upright man will live by his faithfulness first we see the lamentation the first part the second part the Lord comes to him and answers him and assures him if anyone is faithful the Lord will bless the same way the second reading Saint Paul writing to Timothy he advises by keeping my hands on you I imposing my hands on you I have, given the, I, I have given you the Holy Spirit I have given you the grace Don't let this Holy Spirit and the grace be Dormant By your work By your prayer By your activity By your evangelical work You make this spirit be active Make use of this grace Don't leave it in the dormant Yeah That your faith It should be an expression of a faith You must do activities in your life yeah, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, we too have received grace. We too have received Holy Spirit in our baptism. In our baptism, we have received the same grace. Many a time, we are indifferent. We are not aware of it. Many a time, we leave it as it is. We leave as dormant. So, us and Paul advises to Timothy, the Lord wants each and every one of us be mindful of the grace that I have given to you. Have faith in me. Do your duty. I will reward you. I will bless you. I will make you happy. I will be make, make you a person fully satisfied in your life. And a man, I will make you a man always blessed in my sight. It is to this the Lord invites each and every one of us. So my dear brothers and sisters, let us be grateful to the Lord for this great gift of Grace and the Holy Spirit. Let us pray during this Eucharist celebration, as we are celebrating the Holy Eucharist, that the Lord may continue to enkindle that spirit that is within us, That He will increase our faith, that is our quality of faith be firm and we, we our life be anchored on Christ and thus we march forward as His children. Let the Lord bless us, always keep in His sight and empowering us with faith make us to lead a life that is acceptable in his sight amen
0: I believe in one God, the Father of might.